Well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Welcome to the Gas Cast. This is Gabe, and we have some NBA drama. Kyrie Irving, young Kyrie killer, Kyrie crossover, Kyrie with the English on the board. Anyways, um, Kyrie Irving is sad. Well, he was sad Saturday. Uh, in the Nets versus the Lakers game, he got tossed out. Why? Because this man was inflamed. A player dared use the N-word against Kyrie Irving. Joe Harris? No. It wasn't Joe Harris. Joe Harris is on his team. I don't even know why I said Joe Harris. Alex Caruso? Nah, Caruso the GOAT, bro. He probably... I mean, at least he probably don't say it in public. But no, it was, it was another black man. It was Dennis Schroeder. 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 That's why I call him Dennis Schroeder. Anyways, Dennis Schroeder of the Los Angeles Lakers was getting into it with Kyrie at this point in the game. It was 66-62. It was a close game. Um, and Kyrie and Dennis Schroeder had some heated words. And Dennis Schroeder was just like, well, hey, calm down, nigga. Kyrie was like, what? Did you call me? Did you call me a nigga? Don't use that word. Don't use that word against me. Man, got real emotional. And then Charles was like, brother, chill out. So, anyways, the refs end up giving them double text, throw both of them out. For what reason? I don't know. Why even throw either one of them out? I mean, it wasn't like they started fist fighting. They kind of got in each other's face. Kyrie got kind of wily, so maybe throw him out. But Dennis Schroeder didn't do anything. So you're telling me every time a player takes exception with another player, and if they start charging at the other player, you're just going to throw both of them out? That's that's dumb. Anyways, not here to talk about the ref. And Kyrie Irving. Sir, are you angry because Dennis Schroeder just shouldn't use the word? Or... Are you angry at the fact that, yes, he is black, but that man ain't from here, bro. That's what I'd be angry about. Bro, your name is Dennis Schroeder, bro. You got a diuresis over a letter in your name. Like, what? what is that? I had to look up what that was even called. I didn't know that until today. That is a diuresis. That little colon over the O in his name is called a diuresis. I guess it does some sort of accenting or whatever. You know, we don't we don't really deal with a lot of diuresis in America. I mean, I know black people do get creative with the names, but I, I don't know many brothers with any diuresis over the O in their name. I mean, if his name is Donnell, this shit is not Donnell or nothing like that. It's just Donnell. Um, but yeah, bro, this man German, this man from Braunschweig, Germany. Like, why, why are you saying the N-word? It's because you black, bro. You feel like you relate to my struggle? Nah, I don't I don't know. Um, but Kyrie, but but hold your horses, buddy. Before you before you take your walking stick and you know help it, use it to help yourself climb up onto your high horse about the N-word. Nigga, you didn't say it nigga before. You didn't say it nigga plenty of times. I just said nigga about four times in the last seven seconds. All right. You've said it before. So why why are you trying to control somebody else's language? Oh, you hurt? You heard about it? I mean, some people feel like the word should never be used. I actually feel that way too. If the word is that bad, then nobody should use it. But because the word is already out there and because people give it so much power, people are going to use it. 
Some of those people you're going to be okay with using. Some of those people you're not going to be okay with using. Adults cuss among themselves. But then if they hear it on TV or a child uses it, they're like, how dare you? Like, it's just a word. Words are just words. But hey, look, whatever. I love you. People say that around. People say, oh, that's used too much. I feel like it's used too little. But anyways, not here to talk about words and objections and all that things. Kyrie Irving. Get off your high horse, man. Look, guess what? Did some research on Kyrie, which this research I already knew. Bro, you're not, you not from here. You can play on the Australia. You were born in Australia, bro. You got Australian heritage, I guess, heritage, citizenship. I think you got some Australian citizenship. Bro, I know you grew up in uh, New Jersey, but you, you got some Aussie somewhere in you. So before you start talking to a dark brother from a different country, Look in the mirror, Kyrie. Look in the mirror. But anyways, that's that's my little spiel on that. Uh, even past that, we got some good NBA games going on tonight. Um, get started. Some early games. Lakers versus the Knickerbockers. <laughs> you thought I was going to say that word, didn't you? Um, no, this should be an interesting game. No LeBron, no AD. LeBron, they say he'll be back in about three weeks. He's dealing with an ankle sprain. And then Anthony Davis, like I said in past podcasts, I don't think that he's going to come back until around playoff time. He's dealing with an Achilles, and you don't want to play with that. Not, you literally don't want to play with that, but you don't want to play around with the injury. Just get as healthy as you can, and you don't want to deal with the have a situation like with Kevin Durant where they tried to nurse it throughout the playoffs, uh, gave him some time off, but not enough time, and that thing just pops, which I'm not sure if you can just help an Achilles by nursing it over a short period of time, but hopefully that helps. I don't want to see AD miss a year because of Achilles' injury, so I'm okay with him not being there. But because of that fact, LeBron, AD not playing, I don't know where the heck Kuz is. Um, it should be an interesting game between the Lakers and the Knicks. The Knicks – have blasted past my preseason expectations of them. I didn't have them anywhere near the playoffs, but we see what coaching can do to a team. I mean, this is basically the same roster. They have Julius Randle. He's playing way better this year, and they've exceeded all expectations so far just firmly in um, playoff seating for the East. So I think that this should be a great game. The Knicks trying to stay and where they are in the East, and the Lakers trying not to fall out of playoff contention in the West. Um, in the Mavs-Sixers game, the Sixers, Joel Embiid is back. Ben Simmons has been balling. They have been staying afloat, even with Joel's injuries, even their injury to their MVP caliber player. Ben Simmons has been playing like an all-defensive player. I think if Ben Simmons was on a team kind of like Giannis, he would be doing Giannis-type things, maybe not as far as the scoring, but facilitating. He he looked dang near as good as Giannis. I don't think back-to-back MVP good, but he'd be looking pretty good, and that's what people say. Should these guys have their own teams? I think that they can work together. They just didn't have the shooting. We see what they're doing now with the shooting of a Seth Curry, and now they have a better coach in Doc Rivers versus Brent Berry. I don't think Brent Berry was the worst, but he definitely wasn't the best. And I think Doc Rivers is def is an upgrade from Ben Brent Berry. 
So that should be a good game at 6.30 on the Mavs side of things. Luka Doncic just balling out of control. They just got J.J. Redick. I honestly haven't been watching a lot of Mavs, so I'm not really sure how they're playing-wise, like as far as like watching them play. But they have come up from being, I think, a 10 seed or 11 seed. They were pretty low in the Western standings, and now they sit, I believe, in the sixth spot in the West the standings change so much between basically the second and the eighth spot, and really the tenth spot, because those teams are just a few games from uh, crossing over, reseeding. It's not over till it's over, basically. So uh, 6.30, both of those games, some late games. Bulls versus the Grizzlies, Zach Levine, uh, the guys that they've gotten from the Magic, they're trying to make their playoff push. I believe that they're still right outside of the playoffs. But Zach Levine has been balling out this season, going up against the Grizzlies. They have a great young core of young talent. Desmond Bain, John Morant, um, Mitchell, and of course, Valanciunas doing his thing on the inside. I think that will be a very exciting game, especially being that the Bulls have gotten the best of the Grizzlies in their last few meetings. That'll be at 8 o'clock. And the Nuggets Warriors at 9. Now, the Nuggets a team that is competing to win a championship. I mean, they could legit win a championship, especially with all the craziness that has gone on so far in the NBA. They have the guy who I think will win the MVP. Yes, I know it has changed so much since the beginning of the season, but that's a good thing. I love that different players are getting a lot of love, and I love that it's not just, oh, this guy or this guy is going to win the MVP. We've had... So many MVP candidates from Kevin Durant at the beginning of the season to LeBron James to uh, Embiid holding it down for a while. Damian Lillard getting some chirps. Now it's Nikolai Nikolai Jokic. The dude is averaging dang near a 30-point triple-double. Now his numbers are a little bit lower. I think it's really like 28, uh, 11, and 8, somewhere around there. But he's shooting 50, 40, 90 like These are insane numbers, insane numbers. So I think that he will likely win MVP if the Nuggets get a top three, top two spot, probably top two, he'll likely win MVP. Uh, That team going against the Warriors. Now, the Warriors don't have the talent or depth that the Nuggets have, being that the Nuggets have Jamal Murray and um, Michael Porter Jr. and Gordon. But the Warriors do have... Steph with a little bit of help of Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins and the rest of those guys. And a guy that I actually am convinced is a good coach now, Steve Kerr. Before, I still had questions. This man was playing with, he went to a team that had already won 50-plus games. He got gifted Kevin Durant a year after that. I mean, what, what am I, well, two years after that, excuse me. What am I supposed to judge this man off of? He had the best players. Of course, he's supposed to win. We saw what Luke Walton did with that team. But he's dealing with some turmoil, but the team is still running pretty good. So I think that Steve Kerr actually is a good coach. I I actually believe that. Now, I will say out of my mouth, Steve Kerr is a good coach. I think I just said it three times. But with Steph Curry on the floor, you have a chance at winning anything, no matter uh, the insurmountable team on the other team other team anyways um yeah if Steph sees Jamal Murray 
pulling up, trying to do some Steph-like things, Steph might be like, well, I'm Steph Curry. Yes, I'm the real Curry. All you other Steph Currys are just imitators. I want the real Chef Curry. Please shoot threes. Please shoot threes. Please shoot threes. I think he hit like eight the other night, and I hope that he sees this Nuggets team as a team that could blow them out of the water. If he doesn't have a great game, then I hope he drops 40. Um, I'm feeling a 40-point Steph Curry game tonight. Don't I'm not making any bets, so don't hold me to it, but it'd be awesome. Uh, and some honorable mentions, net vers- <laughs> nuts. Nets versus Wolves, Harden still out, KD on a minutes restriction, not sure if Kyrie is going to show up, seemed like the Nets have been keeping up with Kyrie, Um, that should be a good game versus the T-Wolves, who have a myriad of young talent, that game is at 7 o'clock, and the Kings Pelicans, a team in the Pelicans who have been trying to to fight for a playoff spot. Point Zion has been amazing. I mean, the guy's shooting 60% from the field. Yes, most of them have been dunks, but it's not like he's just sitting in the post waiting for the ball. This dude is actually initiating the offense. They're calling him Point Zion. He's 300 pounds and moving. He's a problem. So it would be awesome to watch Zion play at any time. But the Kings, the Kings have a nice young roster. Of course, De'Aaron Fox, who have been balling out this season, he will soon make a Western All-Star if he stays in the West because he has that type of talent. It's just tough to make the All-Star team as a guard in the West. But I believe that he will break through one of these years, whether it be due to somebody else's injury or whether it be due to somebody else's decline. We shall see. Um, But this Kings team, I wanted to talk about the Kings for a little bit. I'm going to wrap up. The Kings, I believe, might be a team kind of like the Knicks, where they have players, they have talent, but it might be a coaching issue. Luke Walton, step up to the stage and be judged. I don't think this dude is a good coach. I mean, that's an understatement, really, because he was his best coaching job was on the Warriors, on that 72-win team. Steve Kerr was dealing with some back issues. And I imagine that they basically coached themselves. They just had the talent. The system was already in place. Like, what What else are you going to do? We don't usually see a coach go out and then their backup coach not at least be able to hold down the team. So his coaching job, definitely a lot on the players. Now, whenever he went to the Lakers, stunk it up. Whenever he came to the Kings, they have not had a winning season yet. I remember whenever the Kings were on the cusp of making the playoffs, uh, year after year after year like they had some bad years but they were also like they would have they had a record in which if they were in the east they would have made the playoffs since Luke Walton has gotten there that has not been the case and I think that if they were to get a good an actual good coach they might be good enough to at least contend for a playoff spot especially being that they have opened up playoff seating to 10 spots instead of eight spots. So do I blame the coach? Yes, I blame it all on Luke Walton. I'm not asking for anybody to get fired, but I'm saying if you want some success, you're going to have to make some changes. But uh, that is all I got. It's been the Gas Cast. Thanks for listening. Peace.